You're listening to Smash the Bottom Line with Maddie Brown. This is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line, and I am here today with Michelle Mazur, and she, Dr. Michelle Mazur, sorry about that, um, <laughs> and don't want to forget that important PhD. She is an <laughs> expert in her field, and she's done some amazing things in her business, and I'm excited to share her experiences and successes with you today. So you've done so much in your business and and what has got you to this point in your life and career? Oh, that is such a great question. I believe what gets me to this point in my career is resiliency and stubbornness, like a good combination of those two qualities. Because a little bit about me, I started my career in communication. I was an academic. So I was a professor at the University of Hawaii. And for a whole host of reasons, being a professor in, you know, being a professor on the most isolated island chain in the world just was not working out for me. So I ended up leaving the academy and at that time, I had this little inkling in my head. It's like, oh, you should start a business working with speakers, working on messaging. You would be so good at that. And I had no idea how to do that. So instead, I decided, hey, I have a PhD. I'm a good researcher. I might as well go into market research. So I did market research for like five years with like Fortune 500 companies. And it was soul sucking. And at one point in time, one of my good friends said to me, like, Michelle, you just know so much about communication and speaking, and you're not sharing any of that. So share it, like do something with that information. And that led me to start a blog, which led me to my first client, which led me to build the business and just keep on going and keep experimenting to get where I am today. You know, they say 80% of what you do doesn't work and you, and you make your living on the 20% of things that do work. I would agree with that. And once you find things that work in your business, then it's like, okay, I am going all in on this. Absolutely. So, Talk to me a bit, a little bit about um, how you work with people. Yeah, so I basically work with people in two different capacities. So the first, the first part of my work is with entrepreneurs and business owners and speakers who really want to make a bigger impact. So these are the people who are either in a transition in their business. So the business that they built no longer fits them and they need to change that. Or it's for people who are stepping out from behind the computer and wanting to be known for the work they do. So what I call this process is called the three-word rebellion messaging intensive. And for me, this process is critical for getting known for what you do. and. 
I discovered this three-word rebellion framework at a point in my business where I was completely frustrated and I just couldn't go on anymore because I had been recording a podcast for about two years about speaking and it was very tactical, like how do you get paid and how do you market yourself and how do you write the speech? And although that information was good and interesting, I was like, this is, this is not my work in the world. This is not going to be how communication changes the world. And eventually, you know, I was very honest with myself, like, I can't go on. And I started noticing an interesting pattern because there are all these social movements in the United States that are cropping up, whether it's Never Again or Me Too or Black Lives Matter or even Make America Great Again. We're seeing the, the rise of social movements. And I realized there was uh, like a pattern between social movements and business owners and speakers who were really successful. And the similarity that I discovered was that they had a message that could be summarized in a couple of words that described what their business or what their movement was about. Because if you look at very successful people like Simon Sinek, his three words were start with why or Mel Robbins. She has the five second rule. And I thought to myself, like, okay, it'd be cool if I could apply the questions you use in social movement theory about, you know, what are you rebelling against? What do you want to see changed? What kind of future do you want to create? And take those questions and apply them to business owners and see if I could find that core message. And I realized as I started to experiment with it, that it worked. And I was finding people's messages, like the message they want to be known for in sometimes 30 minutes or less. I was like, oh, this could be like the Domino's pizza messaging. And so then I created that into an entire um, service. So I help people create that three-word rebellion that gets them known. Then I help them craft like the well, they're, they're basically brand pillars or content buckets, but I call them your talking points to move people from being resistant to the change you want to give them to saying yes to your three word rebellion and then creating stories that actually support you along the way so that you have basically all of the messaging your business needs. You have the angle, you have the stories, you have the talking points, the customer journey that move people to yes. So that's the first thing I do in my business. And then the second thing I work on with, with speakers is that we still do the same work. And then we write, we take that work and we write either a keynote speech from it, a webinar or a workshop, and then figure out some kind of marketing plan to get that out into the world. Yay. You said, yeah. you said, you said several things that intrigue me, okay? Okay, and, sure. Um, the one thing, the first thing that comes to me is a business that no longer fits. And that's mm -hmm. some, that's something that most people really overlook is that a business is growing and changing and what worked for you five years ago or 10 years ago may change and, and your business plan has to change along yeah. with you because it doesn't fit you anymore. And people tend to think they're going to get into business and stay the same, 
and it requires growth and development. Absolutely, because I see that with, I've seen that with myself, I see it with my clients, is that some of my clients are very successful and they've gotten known for a specific idea, a specific thing they do. And all of a sudden they wake up in five years and they're like, what I am doing no longer fits who I am and who I want to be in the world. And it no longer fits, you know, the business that I want to create going forward. And instead of just like, keep on keeping on and just doing the work because you know, it works. That's a sign that it's time to evolve and it's okay to evolve and change. And you might lose some people, you might lose some clients, but most likely what will happen is you'll gain new people who didn't think your work was for them before. So I think it's a very powerful thing to look at your business and be like, hey, it's okay if this changes, if this evolves as I evolve. Yeah, it's an ongoing process. It, it's not a mm-hmm. destination. It's a, it's a, it's the journey, if you, if you will. Yes. The other, the other thing that I love that you said is that, that communication changes the world. Mm-hmm. And that is so incredibly true. And people, people need to learn to communicate in a way that effectively conveys their message. And that is such a challenge. It's been a challenge for me. I think it's a challenge for basically all entrepreneurs to find that message and and really hone it to where it it changes the world. Yes. Yeah, I love that you picked up on that because that is my why behind my business. And I've had that why forever. And what I've noticed in business is that the message is often overlooked. It's the one thing that doesn't get worked on. So people will buy, you know, like buy a course in Facebook ads or how to write copy for their website or how to do a webinar. And that's all well and good. And the information is good. But when you go to sit down and write the copy, do the Facebook ad, create the webinar, if you don't have a message, those courses aren't going to help you find that message. So then you can't, you can't take action and build your business. So you do have to As a business owner, one of the most important things that you can do is to figure out what that message is because it will inform everything you do in your business going forward. I often say that the three-word rebellion is the heartbeat of your business because once you have that, everything else becomes easier because you know how to communicate to change the world. Awesome. You know, one theme that runs through most of my clients, we work with a lot of coaches and entrepreneurs and healers, and most of my clients have a mission of some kind to to Mm -hmm. change the world and to make a difference on the planet. And actually, I I kind of take the position that good accounting records and being profitable in your business is integral to being able to change the world in the way mm-hmm. that you want to change it. Because 
if you're not profitable and making money, cannot have the impact and the change in the world that you want to be. I 100% agree with you because I believe that when you are making money, you can actually do more good because you're out of survival mode. You know that your rent is paid and your business expenses are paid and you have health insurance and life is, life is good. And then you can focus on doing more good. And the only way you can do that as a business owner is by making sure you're making money and having a profitable business. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a lot of people kind of hide from that money thing. They don't, they don't want to talk about it and they don't want to look at it. And, and that doesn't do them a good service. Not at all. I know for me, after being in business for what now, six and a half years, that working on my money issues has been the biggest journey that I've taken and continue to take in my business. And so being a business owner, it forces you to look at your numbers and it forces you to look at why you don't want to look at your numbers and do something about that so that you can have that profitable business that does good. Well, everybody wins when you're profitable. Yes. Absolutely. So if you had to pick two or three things that have, have really driven your success, what would, what would they be? Hmm. Well, not surprising coming from me, but I think for me, finding my message, the three word rebellion was critical or is critical to my success and my growth. Because before that, I was very tactical in my business. You know, I was working with speakers, helping them get paid, setting their fees, finding speaking gigs, all of that jazz. And I still do that. But it was very hard for me to be known, like truly known and seen as an expert and someone you should talk to or have on your podcast because it was so tactical. But when I found my core message, when I found the three word rebellion, all of that changed. Like all of a sudden people were asking me to be on podcasts or to speak on a stage instead of me having to try to create those opportunities or clients were coming to me because they wanted to create their three word rebellion. And that was, that was a critical juncture for me. And then I would say the other thing that made a difference and as a person who loves the numbers and doing accounting is I feel like my business changed and my identity changed the day that my business became an S corp because all of a sudden it was, I was no longer an LLC sole proprietor. I owned a business. I owned an S corp. I started filing a W, you know, like paying payroll taxes because I am the employee of my business. And that changed my identity and how I viewed myself and how I viewed the potential of communication rebel and what I want to create. That is really interesting. There's a lot of reasons that people form S corporations, and we could I could talk about that 
and why it's a good idea and why it may not be a good idea for at length. But that's a perspective that I hadn't heard before is, is that it made you approach creating an S corporation is a little like having a child. It's a separate tax paying entity. And, yes. and, and you have to treat it as an independent business, an independent entity to you when you have an S corporation. And so many people get into it without really understanding that they're creating a separate living, breathing, tax-paying entity when they create an S corporation. Yes, I 100% agree because it's, I, I also, it's odd, but I also view your message as like this living, breathing, organism that's going to go out into the world and do its own thing after you've birthed it. And it's the same when you file an S corp. It is, it it shifts how you look at yourself and at your business and you see it. It's like, all right, like I've created this being, this entity that gets to start having its own life beyond me. And that just, it just feels so different. Yeah. You, you have to, you have to work on your relationship with your business and, mm-hmm. and, and you, you, your business is a relationship and your, your relationship to money is a, is a separate relationship. And so you've got to, yeah. you've got to treat those relationships with respect and care and time and attention and money loves attention. Um, your business loves your attention. And, yeah. and so you can do amazing things when you get really crystal clear. So I love your three word rebellion. I think that that is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it was. And, and, this goes back to something we were talking about earlier about like the importance of your message and how it's an afterthought. And it's really difficult to find that kind of message all on your own because, you know, since you do work with like consultants and coaches and healers, we are so close to what we do every single day that it takes someone with an outside perspective to actually point out what's important. And I know for me, I was having like lunch with a book coach named Jenny Nash. She was here in Seattle visiting and I was, you know, I, I thought I, I, originally I was like, okay, I think I'm going to want to rewrite my first book and get it traditionally published. And then as we started talking, you know, I was just telling her ranting and raving about all the things that I was seeing and the patterns. And, and she's like, Ooh, she's like, I really like this idea you have around the three word speech. And I'm like, Oh, it's like, Oh, that's pretty interesting. She's like, maybe you should be writing a self published book on that. And I was like, Ooh, three word speech. I'm like, that feels good and not right. And it was afterwards, I was like, okay, that's not edgy enough for me. And when I went home and gave it a little space, I was like, oh, it's the three word rebellion. That's what I'm creating. But if I never had that conversation with another human being, Mm -hmm. I would have never found my message because I do believe your message already exists. It's just you know, swimming in all of the ideas and your body of work and just waiting to be found. 
Well, and I noticed on your Facebook page that you have a quiz. Would you like to... Oh, that quiz is a little bit old. <laughs> is the quiz a little bit old? Yes. Okay. Well, I didn't know if... if, if... Yes, I, I'm, I probably should update my Facebook page. <laughs> I haven't been giving that as much love as I need to, and it's... Well, I think it's partially because I'm in that pivot and transition as well. So getting rid of the things that no longer serve you in your business is uh, one of my action items. So Okay. So, <laughs> so what are you pivoting towards? Yeah, I'm really pivoting towards more of the messaging for businesses. So I love speakers. I love working with speakers. I probably will always work with speakers because I am a speaker. They have a special place in my heart. But I, I realize the work that I've been doing with my speakers, they were able to use it in so many different ways in their business. Like I would see what we created for their speech in Instagram posts or on a Facebook Live or in a newsletter or even for like a launch that they were doing for a service. And I was like, oh, that's, that's super, super interesting. And it made me realize that the power of what I do applies to more people than just speakers. And I want to reach this larger audience of these change-making businesses that yes. really need that message to tie it all together for them so that they can become more visible, get known for their message, so that their audience can easily spread the message that they have. Um, so that's the, the, yeah, that's the pivot. It's a slight pivot, but it's a pivot nonetheless. And so when you're going through a pivot, it is about like, doing an audit of everything you've created and figuring out what no longer serves you in your business and letting those things go, which is really hard because you spend a lot of time creating those things. Yeah. <laughs> and figuring out how can you take what you have and pivot it or change it into something else. So for instance, like with my podcast, I've been doing the Rebel Speaker podcast for a couple of years. And in September, I'm relaunching it as the Rebel Rising podcast. So I can really focus on those people who want to be the next generation of thought leaders and influencers and have conversations about the messy journey to having that kind of impact. Yeah. Well, and it is a journey. It is a journey. Oh. And I, the other thing that you mentioned at the, at the very beginning was that it was helpful to be stubborn and resilient. And, and the persistence perseveres. If, if, yes. if you're persistent in doing what you're doing, you, you will find the path that leads you to where you belong. I, yes. They, they, too many people don't, they, they stop before they have achieved what they set out to do. And it's not that they didn't have good intentions, but they get scared and they get frustrated and they quit, you know? And, mm -hmm. and I've got a, a mentor that I've had in my life that says businesses don't fail, 
say owner runs out of ideas. Oh, interesting. And I have I, found I, that to be so true because people people give up and they that persistence that they need to have in order to build a successful business um, doesn't come easily always. Yes, 100%. And I think my experience with this and the persistence and the resiliency stubbornness to make this business work because what I found when I was working with speakers, it always felt like a very hard sell to sell my services. Like it was just hard to sell it because speaking is a long-term strategy. Like you just don't start applying like what I teach you. And then a day later you get a speech and you're getting paid $5,000. That's not how it at all. And so it was always a struggle to, you know, to sell what I do, even though my process works, people have gotten great results. But I was always struggling with that. And then when I was developing the the three word rebellion messaging intensive, I quickly realized that that was a much easier sell because People struggle with their message every single day, and it makes their business 10 times harder to run, 10 times harder to get those clients in the door, 10 times harder to be profitable because they don't have the message. And so that was, and it was, and the messaging, that's something they can start using while we're working together. Like they can start putting out what we're creating during the process to see how it works. And if I wouldn't have, made that change, that pivot, and just kind of followed my intuition, I don't think I'd be where I am today. And I think I would have given up because it was really frustrating to have something that was really awesome for people and I knew could really help people. And yet it was so hard to sell. Yeah. Well, and we aren't, we aren't, I don't think, born knowing how to sell. There's, and and people People, a lot of people don't want to be in sales, and really running a business um, requires sales. If you don't have sales, you don't have a business. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. I, I just, sales is an important skill to learn. And the thing is, is that you can do it in a way that matches your personality. You don't have to be a high pressured, inauthentic type of salesperson to like sell your product or service. Like when I get on the phone with a potential client, you know, I spend most of my time just listening to them. Like, what are they trying to do? What do they want to create? You know, like, what are their goals? And then I can kind of, I can see like, oh, can I help you with this? Or can I not help you with this? And then it's easier to transition into the conversation about, about my work and what I do. And it's almost like I see sales as an act of service because if somebody has a problem and they're struggling and you have something that can help them move forward, then you, you should be offering it. It's the right thing to do. Absolutely. There's another, another mentor that, of mine that, that says that um, sales isn't something you do to someone. It's something you do for 
someone. And I think that that really is important to keep uppermost in your mind is what Mm -hmm. you're offering them is a positive life force growing success in their business through working with you. And, And if you don't offer that, then you're really doing a disservice to your potential client. Yes. I so. I agree. Like you have to it it's it's about shifting sales from like thinking about oh you're going to get money from this thing and that doesn't feel as good to how can I be of service? And when you are of service, like energetically, you should be compensated for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. So if If people want to get a hold of you, what do you recommend they do? How do they find you and what's your what's your first step in working with you? Yeah, so the first step in working with me is I would encourage if you want to find your own three word rebellion, I have the process at threewordrebellion.com and it takes you through the super fun writing prompts that give you the raw materials to find your three word rebellion. And you can also find me on Instagram. I hang out there a lot at Dr. Michelle Mazer and everything else is on my website at drmichellemazer.com. Excellent. Okay. So, um, so just to wrap things up, if you were to, if you were to say one thing that you want people listening to you to know and take into their hearts, what would that one thing be? Don't be afraid to evolve. Don't be afraid to evolve your message, evolve your business, change things that no longer fit or are no longer working for you. Because what I have found is that your audience will come along on that journey, especially if you're sharing it. So if you find a different message that you want to be known for, start talking about it. Don't think, oh my gosh, this is going to ruin my entire business. If you want to have a different service or product, create it and put it out and see if people are interested in it. Look at it as an experiment and don't be afraid to evolve and change. That is beautiful. Thank you. This is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line, and we've been talking with Michelle Mazer, and she is a rebel and communication (laughs) rebel, and she has a tremendous amount to offer. Thank you for taking the time to, to visit with me today, Michelle. Thank you for having me, Maddie. This was so much fun. Okay. Well, thank you. And if you have any questions or any information that you would like to call, you can use, you can contact us at smashingnumbers.com and we will get connected with you and help you move forward. Thank you. And I appreciate you listening. Smash the Bottom Line is sponsored by Smashing Numbers. Discover how to get your accounting in order, escape the cash flow trap, and finally enjoy a profitable business. Find out how at smashingnumbers.com.